I'm Gregorina and I got big boobies. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Dad, I got to get going. Come on. All right. I need to be done by like 6.15. So Why? Because like, I have people coming over. That's not my fault. All right. I'm just saying. All right. Well, if we if look, I'm not going to be hurried. If we can't do it now, we'll do it tomorrow. No, we're doing it. Let's go. I'm just saying like you've been, like, you're putting like sunglass filters on. I'm just saying, can we start? Yeah, I'm just trying to take my my lipstick off. That's all. Um, all right. You you guys, you don't see that. You don't see the humor and you not being able to take a lipstick filter off. <laughs> not really. What I would love is to find out that he actually doesn't have it on, and we've just been right inadvert like 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 accidentally screwing with him this whole time. Yeah, or maybe he's like you know transitioning, and he doesn't want to tell people yet. That could be it. You're in a safe space, Greg. <laughs> yeah, good. That's fine, Greg Jenner. <laughs> I've got a story about that, <laughs> Greg, involving Gregorina. Um, we uh, we were painting our house, the first house that we bought. And uh, we went to hardware store and I was walking up to the paint counter because we had a question and there was someone standing with their back turned to me, had long hair, there's slight of frame. And I oh, no, you said this, yeah. So, so I walked up and said, said, excuse me, ma'am. And he turns around oh, and boy. it was, it was a total like surfer dude. And he turns around and like fully bearded and everything. And I'm like, oh crap. And I, I just panicked instantly. So I pull my shirt down and squeeze my chest together to reveal some cleavage. And I said, ha, I'm Gregorina and I got big boobies. Oh my God. What? <laughs> I just froze. And that's the first what? thing to come out of my mouth. And my wife just kept walking. She didn't even stop. <laughs> she didn't say, what are you doing? She just <laughs> took our penny. Penny was like four months old and she just took her and just kept walking and just left wow. me in the store. That's a great story. <laughs> that is crazy. I, um, I want to show you guys something and ask you a question. This little cut on my finger here, can you see it? Yeah. Okay. This is the strangest way that I've ever cut myself. And I'm going to ask you guys if you can top my story. Um, because I'm old and lazy, when I have a pair of pants on the floor or something of my, of my room, yeah, you, I don't you, bend you, over. To... You've told us you do the leg kick. You swoop up the pants with yes, your leg, with your right. foot. Right. I do the leg kick. Okay. I was barefoot at the time. And my left toenail, my left great toe is sharp on the outer edge. And so when I was doing the sweep up, my toe, I didn't get the pants, the basketball shorts, but my, my fast rising sharp oh toenail cut my finger. God, your toes are so unkempt. You gashed yourself with your own toe. Yes. It was really bleeding badly. Oh, that's a problem, Greg. Yeah. Imagine killing yourself that way. Like, what if you caught your wrist and like all of a sudden it's just like... <laughs> And then we get that on uh, video, and we see okay. that video. <laughs> no, that would be perfect fashion considering Nelly Doogie dying from, like, what, pork? Yeah. Pork poisoning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, uh, to, it, just, it would just kind of fall in line. To answer your question, if I hit my wrist with that force from a sharp toenail, you two would be doing the podcast by yourselves right now. Right. Because I would either be dead or in the hospital. <laughs> but um, uh, do you guys have a, a weird story about a cut? Doing a, a reverse in flag football and uh, colliding heads and my having needing seven stitches in my oh right eye i'll never forget that you weren't there I was there were you on it were you on a boat no, dad wasn't at practice he showed up at the hospital <laughs> and then fainted yes that's right no i actually it's funny you bring that up because i actually just got this cut uh on saturday mm. 
Looks like a bite mark. Um, that is with that's water did that to me. What <laughs> water cut you? <laughs> I bought a pressure washer. Ooh, uh, last week. Love a pressure washer. And I was I was up trying to spray out my gutters, and I um, it's a it's if it's a used pressure washer, it needs a little bit of work. It do, it doesn't idle, so I have to hold the 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 pressure washer down the whole time, or else it'll turn off. I needed to switch hands. I didn't want to let go and have to climb the ladder and recrank it and then climb back up. And so I was just trying to flip it over my head to get on the right hand side of me, and my hand was still in the way. And the spray, it was, and it, it was like less than a second. And through yeah. through some uh, vinyl gloves too, and it just wow gashed through right gloves. into my hand. Wow, like that's actually a, yeah. a pretty standard way to get cut and not that funny but it is just funny to say i was cut by water <laughs> yeah well i i did I, like i knew it could be dangerous and stuff but that was fast i didn't expect it to happen so quickly right. and uh yeah that's hilarious so, yeah, there's my weird cut at, story wow i, mean, I can I, tell you that um, i don't know if the story yeti told before the show made the show but that's two great stories by yeti so far that you know in lethal weapons showing off you know our scars and where we got cut led to a sex scene greg what's up yeah you tell me what's up do I want to know? <laughs> Welcome to the Greg Cody what? show. Yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. What an um, old way to say what? 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 <laughs> By the way, I have to share something very emotional with you two because I just saw it on video earlier today. I can just tell today. this is not actually emotional, by the way you said no, that. No, it is. Why do you always say that? I can tell when you're actually being emotional and when you're doing shtick, and I can just tell. Go ahead. No, this is not shtick, actually. Um, it, it involves the Queen's whatever you call it the gambit she's lying in state in in great britain because and and the mile of uh, five miles long uh the the people uh standing in line to watch her really just to get a few moments glimpse at her casket um as as they pass by and it's it's emotional to watch i watched like a three minute video it was almost a, a completely silent video except for like the the shuffling of feet and heels on on echoing uh, conc- uh you know marble and stuff like that and one of the people in the line Otherwise, anonymously, was David Beckham, the fo- the famous football star and in, in uh, soccer star in Great Britain, who's the uh, one of the honchos at Miami uh, Miami's Inner Miami MLS club down here. How do you, how is it anonymously if you saw him? Well, obviously the cameras saw him, but the point is he wasn't in a special VIP section. He was waiting in line with regular folks and he he wasn't with victoria he wasn't with his famous family it was just david beckham waiting in line moving ahead step by step and it was emotional to watch and people weren't mobbing him no they weren't they were being very respectful i'm sure he was being recognized but um it was startling to see because you think of somebody of that stature and he's a, a a an icon in great britain um he was just in line, you know, he was just waiting in line. It was, it was amazing. I was, you I was tell, impressed. You telling the story, it sounds a little look at me, Louie. Uh, <laughs> on on my part or his? No, him. Like him, like, you know, knowing that that's going to like, you know, he didn't go to the VIP area. He was with the common folk. Like, you know, if the cynic in me, I didn't see it. You said it was emotional to watch. So I'm going to not be cynical. But if the cynic in me wants to say, look at me, Louie, with, wow, you know, standing in line with the common folk. David really? Beckham. Yeah. Do you think he calls the King Chuck? <laughs> I would love to. Wow. What's up, Chuck? You know, I had not gone there. The look at me, Louie thing. And, and I'm going to say one thing about Christopher. I think uh, the influence of the Levitard show on, on my son has been, here we go. for the most part, it's been very favorable. But the one thing it's made you is more cynical. 
uh, more skeptical. Is Dan um, like Dan? Is Dan questioning Beckham? Like, why are you, like I can't have that take? You're like giving Dan credit for that take. I'm I'm giving him blame for it because I don't I think see it's a very you see Dan take. having the take of criticizing Beckham. I'm not criticizing him. I'm just saying. Yeah, you are. If you're calling him, look at me, Louis. You're criticizing him. But you have Dan having that take. You're just in general. I think that you're associating with the show has made you more cynical. But if if you're saying that this was a contrivance on David Beckham's part to just appear like one of the regular folks. I think that's cynicism. Okay. Okay. Hmm. And so what do you have to say for yourself? You were, you were moved by it. I was moved by it, you know, but then again, I'm a, as I've said before, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Royal family. That's... And so the, you know, the queen's death uh, resonates with me probably like nothing since uh, princess Diana died tragically. However, many years that was ago, 25, I think actually. There's a lot mm-hmm. of uh, conspiracy theories about that stuff, huh? Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I am, like, not someone who's followed all of that stuff. I don't feel even really comfortable, like, saying it out loud. But I've read some conspiracy theory. Not read. I've heard people recently, in since with all this news, talk about some conspiracy theories with, like, Princess Diana's death and the, just the whole royal family. And it's it, 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 it sounds like if they're right, it's a little icky. Really? Like, what have you heard? Just give us the Reader's Digest version, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, like, we're, we're on a platform right now, so I don't even really know the... Devol- reckless speculation. Yeah, please. it's very reckless. It's very reckless. Like, I, okay. I, I almost don't even want to talk about it. Okay, so you, you wanted to bring it up on the podcast, but then not share anything All right, I'll you know say it right it. now, and then, like, yeah, if Yeti agrees with me, maybe we'll, we'll cut it out. I've heard that, uh, like, the, that the royal family, like, tried, like, didn't like diana and like it was like a inside job to like create a crash and like hurt her right oh yeah yeah no that's old news that's totally true (laughs) but it's true that it that was the case or it's true that that rumor exists um (laughs) it wouldn't surprise me let's put it this way but that's why like you're sitting here saying like i'm a big fan of the royal family with that like and you're like oh that might be true i chose not to believe it was true It, it it was a dark secret even back then you know i mean let's put it this way the paparazzi were to blame and the paparazzi are like the low crumb on the food chain when it comes to journalism so you know if you're going to blame anybody blame a a paparazzi for causing a fatal car crash right does this love of the royal family stem from your your canadian heritage of which you disparaged quite greatly this week um it stems from largely from the fact that uh my wife's mother was you know would have a, a a picture of the queen in her living room i mean um, you know, Erlene's mother was was always a devotee of the royal family and everything British when it came to the royal family. And uh, mom doesn't seem to follow it, though, that much. No, but she's she's interested, though. You know, she she follows it. Believe me. Um, I believe you. But OK. But so, by the way, where is sad man? Where, where's the guy who didn't know? Uh, he, he never he never messaged me back. Man, wow. He's lost his loss twice. We should probably tell the audience who that is. Tell the audience what we're talking about, because uh, I'm not it's sure a, if I even know. We had a happy hour, uh, not a happy hour, a hangout with uh, groups of of Greg Cody Show listeners that supported us during a recent sale we had, which we have one going on right now. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but And we, we did two hangouts this past week, Tuesday and Thursday, for an hour with, uh, I think, six or seven each time. So over 10 people. It was really fun, both of them, getting to hang out with our hardcore fans, talk, shoot the shit, 
Um, Greg Cody got to was in peak Greg Cody form, and uh, it was really fun. And one of one guy, I guess, you know, doesn't really know how time zones work. And <laughs> I'm just kidding, but seriously, uh, you know, thought that it was 6:30 Central Time, but we were doing it Eastern Time because you know that's where we are. And, uh, right. you know, and so we were, we wanted to make up to, all right, Hey, this guy missed out on this opportunity. What could we do for him? We were probably going to give him maybe the coolest thing of all, let him sit in the zoom and just like be in on this recording, but right. he ghosted Yeti. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. He, he's probably at work, you know, but still my guy, Brock Ellis, I get, I get a DM from him after we ended the meeting and it's a picture of his zoom screen waiting to join the meeting. Sad. It's just it him staring, realizing yeah. That it was 6.30 right. Eastern, not yeah. 6.30 Central. Maybe he'll be here next week. It's not, Brock Ellis sounds like a, a ba- MLB player. I think it's a great name of, of, I was thinking sports too. I was thinking like a, a failed NFL quarterback. You know, the guy who's like a, <laughs> a third round quarterback and he's yeah. supposed to be pretty good, but just hangs around for a year and then fizzles. So you've got him as Brock Osweiler. Is that what you're doing there? Yes, right. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. That's what he's doing. Yeah, I asked him, I said, would you like to fail upwards, i.e., would you like to use your blunder to your advantage and join us on recording of this week's show? And he just hasn't responded. <laughs> no wonder that's he didn't right. respond. You wrote it like a riddle. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I did, come, I did, I did he, finally hear say. Hear he, your blunder <laughs> has been summoned. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, but but no. Speaking of blunders in the happy hour, oh boy, did we find a funny yes. one in the middle of our Tuesday happy Tuesday. hour featuring the namesake of this show, yeah. Greg Cody. Let's you were in rare form. Let's hear, let's hear this clip from Tuesday. I have red lipstick on. I think Christopher has put a, a filter, a red lipstick no. filter in my Dad, zoom. Just, so do the do your head around thing. See if it jumps up. See if it jumps up. Dad, I thought this. I had literally flashes of See? banana. Look, Dad, when I was watching. <laughs> oh wait, there is actually a. You put red lipstick. I swear on to God, Dad. <laughs> you did. I mean, Dad, look. you interviewed Larry Zonka yesterday. <laughs> you interviewed Larry Zonka, and you took off. The, the mustache filter, so you must have clicked a, a mustache. Like, I have not touched your filters. Okay. All I know is that these are Please red tell lips. me he did that interview with red lipstick. Yes, on. he did. Oh, it it looks lovely, though. I mean, thank you. What up, Greg? Hey, Graceland. See him? Hey, Graceland. Why does Pop have red hey, lipstick? Hey, Graceland. <laughs> it's just, it's... Dad, how do you Dude. feel about that? You did the entire. Do you think? I mean, there's just no way Larry Zonka noticed you had lipstick. He just thought your li- maybe he thought you had Kool Aid beforehand. Um, I didn't realize I'd done the whole interview with lipstick. I I'm know sorry. That. We were aware. W- of that. Was he on video too? Oh yeah, yeah. Or was he just called he, in? Oh, okay. he was wearing yeah, a so wig. Could see. So it made my dad feel yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> That's a talk about a manly man. By the way, Larry Zonka. Oh boy. Yeah. That's a man's man right there. He'll kick the shit out of any uh, NFL player today, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, he will. We might hear from Zonka in a week or two, huh? Yeah, we're going to... Um, I recorded him um, mostly for a, a, an upcoming Herald. <laughs> you Miami recorded Herald him? Column, but... Was he aware of it? Of course he was. <laughs> was he in the show? The you made that seem like you you know, you know, were like look, watching him change. Surveilling. Right. Yeah. Well, I had already... I, I had also surreptitiously bugged his home. So uh, I have some stuff that you know, was illicitly recorded, but what I recorded, some of that's going to, um, going to appear on an upcoming episode. Um, cause, uh, you know, he's part of that whole 50th anniversary of the 72 perfect season and all that stuff. 
Greg, I actually have something for you. Um, I was listening to your Greg Cody Tuesday appearance this week on the Levitard show. Oh, this is great. This is so good. It's something I've noticed here, you'll do when we get in a lull, when things are quiet, but like if we don't know what to say next, instead of going that kind of thing, sometimes you'll mix it up by talking really close to the microphone and changing your voice. Yeah, um, that kind of thing. You mean like that? Wow. Maybe. Yeah, so it's different when you're in the middle, when other people are talking, there's no silence, and you just realize, oh, I haven't said anything into the microphone for a it's while. It's when you're doing that thing where you want to chime in on a segment. You feel like right. everyone's having fun, and you're like, let me see if I can just slip in a, a, like a statement that doesn't really add anything to the conversation. Correct. It's, Thank you. And, and, and you have a certain voice, and yet he... Let's hear how well you brought it in these clips. Yeah. As a noted dog hater, Mean told us a tale yesterday of a flight that he was hearing about where a dog was doing diarrhea all over the plane. Oh, oh boy. How would you handle wow. that situation? Because apparently if a mean... <laughs> oh, <laughs> wonderful. Oh, boy, and wow. Here's another one. Not saying anything. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Until I freaking stand up all six, six of me, and I look down at the kid oh. like I'm going to say, hey, what's oh. going on? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. There's more. The that was like a, a roller coaster at the end with like a big drop. We were flying. We were moving good, having fun. And then a big drop at the end really big, quick. The big water drop. slide. Big drops happen in the beginning. That's a fine. <laughs> You're the, the water slide. The big water drop. slide. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, I need that drop. Give me, it's, oh, boy. Whenever someone says something exciting, give me, let me hear it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, we need to add those two to the bank. Oh, yeah. those two. I need Absolutely. Those drops, right on. Oh, man. That's pretty embarrassing. What are you doing? What are you doing with that? I know. That's that's embarrassing. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, I haven't heard my own voice in a while. What can I bring it with? Right on. <laughs> <laughs> There are times on that show, oh, man, I'm laughing now. There are times on that show, you know, when it's a crowded studio, there's like, it's sometimes it seems like it's probably four or five, but it seems like there's seven or eight voices all talking at once and everybody's laughing, having a, an uproarious time. And if I'm sitting there and I'm conscious that I haven't said anything for a minute, chances are I will just throw something in. <laughs> right on. Background noise. Right on. <laughs> you, know, you know. So, Greg, you, you wanted to introduce a new type of award. Is that something I got word of earlier today? I did, yeah. Christopher and I were debating what it should be called. Um, I think it's uh, it, it's the Greg Cody Show version of the Suey Awards. I wanted to call it the Gooey Awards, but Christopher thought it should be called the Greggies. Um, what do you think? What do you think, Eddie? And the Cody uh, Cody Awards is too generic, yeah. but like it fits better. It's get a better mouthfeel, baby. Um, the Gooey Awards, I don't know. The the Greggy Awards, I don't know. that's actually a name I have not been enjoyed being called. Yeti, it seems like you're gonna win. It seems like you're gonna win one. So maybe you should pick. <laughs> well, it, it's it's in development. As my phone rings in the background. But what, what's your whole premise behind this award, Greg? Well, the premise is, as, as I mentioned last week, it's a travesty of justice that um, that uh, Pebble Drive did not win the best Suey for best musical or whatever it's called, that category. And um, so I'm creating my whole award show just so I can name Pebble Drive the winner of the first, uh, you know, Gooey Awards in every category. I'm finding a way to... Maybe I like Gooey, actually. I think Gooey might be the play. Gooey's it. Gooey's it. Yeah, no, the Gooey Award. You got to trust me on that. So anyway, congrats, Yeti. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and at a wonderful time, too, because look what I got in the mail today. This is just for the uh, visual side of Greg and Chris. I got the official copyright form for Pebble Drive. It wow. showed up just in the mail today, so that's kind of cool. It means nothing for this show, but it's just nice to have something on paper, I guess. I don't know. That Put is that cool. in the fire safe and never see it again. Yeah. Okay. That kind of thing. No, that's, uh, I don't know what that means, but it's uh, official. And, and uh, you know, someone typed that out and it's uh it's a famous official thing so congrats um listen i want to get to what we're getting to but uh first uh, i have to share some wizard of oz news i know it's a you know it's a 70 year old film but still oh, oh boy it continues to be <laughs> <laughs> right it on it continues <laughs> don't make me laugh please i'm right on the edge right now of coughing like a maniac right on um there's always interesting things to learn about the wizard of oz and i learned a few of them and I just wanted to share them real quick. Um, Toto, the famous dog, uh, was played by a brindle cairn spaniel named Terry. And the dog earned $125 a week during the making of that famous movie. The humans who played the munchkins made between $50 and $100 a week. So Toto the dog made more money than the munchkins. So Toto's owners made the money off? Yeah, exactly. That movie? Right. The dogs. 100 out- bucks earned- a week? 125 away. That's, that's a lot actually of money. pretty good back in back that day. then. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was like what? 1939 or something. Um, Greg Cody. I don't know how to do any of that. I mean, dad, this is all fair. You just brought up the wizard of Oz. <laughs> the cowardly lion's costume was made from real lions. That's really right. real pelts of real lions, which is why that costume it was 48 pounds. I found that interesting. Dorothy's daughter, Liza Minnelli, married the Tin Man's son. Another fact I did not know. Dorothy's daughter is Liza Minnelli? Yep. You didn't know Dorothy's that? Dorothy's daughter, Liza Minnelli, married the Tin Man's son. And here's one more. The Wicked Witch of the West in that fire scene, the famous fire scene, was actually burned. She suffered burns on her face and hands so severe that it derailed her from production for six weeks. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad I had nothing there. That was good. good. <laughs> You're your own hype man. Okay. <laughs> um. Christopher, I want to recreate a phone conversation we had the other day. Uh, how did it come up? What we were talking about? Something about uh, you? Compl- you were complaining about uh, one comment or something, or, or a couple of tweets that you read, or you just you're you're sensitive with this. Greg Cody is old sounder that Yeti has, which he uses at perfect times. I mean, you just brought up the Wizard of Oz. I mean, right. if you don't see that that sound needs to be played there, then we're just doing two different shows. Okay. But uh, that's how it came up, like you just kind of being a little, seeming a little sensitive about that. Okay. Well, we got uh, one of the people who left a review on uh, whatever it is, Spotify or Google, whatever, uh, Apple, whatever the review, wherever the review was. It, this is funny. You can leave a one-star review to a five-star review. And, and we average like 4.9, so thank you all. But this was a review that just eviscerated me in particular. It's like we're tired. Of, it basically, it said we're tired of that old man. But then he gives me two stars, not just one. It was <laughs> well, the most because critical said, review I've ever gotten, but he was kind enough to give me that second star. You know, so thank you said, so much. He said your son was carrying you, so that's why. Yes, he did like, say I, that. I, I think I got that star for you, that extra star. It could be. 
And he said you had to hire steak sauce. I'm pretty sure this is a repeat offender because someone said that once before. I'm pretty sure it's the same it, person. It, it, it tends to be that. It tends yeah. to be that. <laughs> and we, you also said you didn't want to like give credit to this commenter. Like, well, I'm not naming him by name, but I mean, we, but, we just basically said his whole met. Like he, okay, he's but, feeling really good right now. But Christopher, <laughs> that led that led you to, uh, to and I to have an interesting conversation and. How did it begin? Like, what was the the, point? the conversation was me saying that that if you want to be made fun of less for being really old, that we can we have to meet in the middle. It's not a thousand percent Yeti and I lightening up. It's got to be you making some efforts to not be as out like, you know, you know, keeping up with stuff, investigating things before you talk about them. Like there are little things that you can do. As much as me and Yeti just not playing that sound as much, right? Like I think the onus is more on you, and you were making it seem like it's something Yeti and I need to do. Yeah, maybe next week bring a story about Blackpink. Right. You just literally you just did a top five facts about Wizard of Oz. It was not. It was not a month, <laughs> but, but it was about a seventy-year-old film. I'll give you that. Like I'm just saying that. Like and lean into it. I enjoyed it. It's funny. I learned some stuff about Wizard of Oz. Like it's kind of your thing. But okay. But but last in in last. Listen, in last week's episode, when when Rat-a-tat-tat, he's about to bring up that he talked about Nick Cannon. He's so I proud had of items himself. About Nick Cannon <laughs> and then Kanye West. You were like, Dad, where are you getting all this pop yeah, culture probably, stuff? Yeah, because you're going to like Entertainment Tonight's like headlines. <laughs> you like, don't know that. that. The fact that you pulled a Nick Cannon story out of your ass is right. such you just clearly going to some Entertainment News Weekly like website which i'm good i'm glad with effort i'm not complaining about effort but it's just yeah you did you made fun of me why because it, dad it's just it's random <laughs> <laughs> what was that <laughs> dad like all right like we kind of had a call where you weren't telling me to completely not like you're just basically saying lay off a little bit on the old stuff okay is that what you're saying that's two calls two weeks in a row where he's made a call to you about that no i mean he, yeti it's honestly your fault because it's this damn sounder <laughs> Ever since we've had this sound, he's like sensitive all of a sudden about right. it being too much of a theme. So look, what you get here, you two and our listeners, is the real me. I am not performing here. Right. And you're old. So we should be able And I'm I'm in my late sixties. I mean, this is this is me. And I think the and, and it can be a frustration for you guys. I get that. But I think what a lot of people like about this show is the father son dynamic because right, in, it's not I right. I think it's not a frustration. We just like to have fun with it. Like I'm not frustrated by you being super old. Like Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, if Greg did this show with Without Chris, it wouldn't have the audience it does because it doesn't have the father-son dynamic. Like if you had stayed the original course of the the genesis of the idea that was brought to you or whatever, you know, Chris wasn't involved if I remember correctly, and it wouldn't have the it, it wouldn't have the traction that it does. And so it's it's like that dynamic is really cool. Something I've noticed about you is you will read every review. You'll read one review as if it's ten thousand people. <laughs> And uh, because there was one review a couple months ago where somebody mentioned something about maybe too many bells and whistles or something like that. They just like it when you and Chris just talk. It was the same person who hates on me and the reviews on the regular. And, and you took it as maybe we should dial back. I'm like, it's one person. People. Right. I just had someone request a whole playlist of our songs yesterday. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying that dad, like dad, I can probably lay off. Like I'm probably a little too like, you know, I go for like the joke too much of like, jumping down your throat on a little mistake and stuff like, you know, probably playing the Dan character as my dad rubs his face, like the oldest person in the world. God, I'm like, see, I, I, you can't do like, I'm trying to say sorry to you and I want to make fun of you less. And you start sorry. rubbing your face like that. God. Okay. 
I'm, I'm going to get out this subject in a second, but I want to say this. Um, this is this is the relationship between you and I. It's genuine. Okay, yeah. I'm not acting on this podcast, and you and I are not contriving our relationship. Right. When the cameras aren't there and we're hanging out on a Sunday afternoon for dinner at my house, you and I have the same repartee, yeah. the same give and take. Right. And so, yeah, that's why I, I don't understand you. Like, what? What do you? 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 You were. You were hanging on to this one comment about the old. It was like I think the line was the old man shtick is running like is stale or it was like like yeah. you're like it's a put on and it's not. It was like that's like that's what you seemed sensitive like about like that too. So I'm like, what do you like? Tell me what you think the adjustment needs to be. I think I am sensitive to the idea that it's a shtick because shtick means something that's contrived. Something that's well, no, it's just something act. we lean on because you so often do things that are. E it's I think I think what he meant by shtick of just like it's something that we go to a lot because it's a funny dynamic right. for the show. Too young, like 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 a younger, like younger and older, and yeah, the the difference is there. Edging towards think, middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, hopefully it works for most of our audience because uh, because we enjoy doing it. It does. It does, Greg. I promise you. Hey. You, you. Leave us reviews and tell us how how well this works, please. Tell us about how you felt about us just talking about us for 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, I love that. Uh, I really do. Hey, it's time for the dad joke of the week, by the way. Yeah, because we got to get to football, so we got to hurry up here. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why couldn't you hear the pterodactyl going to the bathroom? I don't know. Because the P is silent. <laughs> oh, damn. What, what did we think of Beep Count being the guy that knew all the answers to all the dad jokes yesterday? That was like, it was also, it was, it was a little impressive. Also a little look at me, Louie. No, no, that was great. I enjoyed that. Thanks, Beep. Um, why did the banana go to the doctor? I love the idea of somebody with no context of who anyone is in our little world being like, someone's name is Beep. Like some guy's first name is Beep. I know. I didn't know that. Who's Beep Count? It's just okay. Now we yeah, have to explain. No, I, the I do that with, like, their, with people's avatars. Like I just kind of imagine this is what they look like. Yeah. And so like beep count looks like the cartoon Stugats, um, yeah. and so on and so on. Yeah. It's just it is funny when you like have if somebody has a random picture and then you see him in person. It's like oh you're a human. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh you don't look like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. so I, I really enjoyed doing those uh, Zoom happy hours, particularly the second one because it was actually only an hour, not an hour and twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> for someone who enjoyed, wow! For someone who enjoyed it, you sure were like f f weird before it and after. Like Christopher, make sure you're sitting next to me the whole time, and that, you know I'm socially awkward. What are we gonna talk about? Like it was just like what was... can I tell you? I am what I am. Uh, why did the banana go to the doctor? He wasn't peeling well. He wasn't peeling well. That's exactly right. Yes. Thank now I'm, you. Now, now I'm beep. <laughs> I have to admit, it feels good to get one right, though. It does feel good. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so we're done. We're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna Jack. talk a little NFL. Yeah. By the way, the Canes and the Dolphins both had watershed opportunities this weekend. Let's see how they did. Oh, oh boy, we already know how they did. What's that? We already know how they did, though, because it's Monday morning. I know, but I'm building the drama. Let's see how they did. Right on. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I cannot remember the last time I felt this way after a Dolphins game. I would, you know, I don't want to be hyperbolic, but you know what? Okay, I'm going to be hyperbolic. Sure. I haven't felt this way. This is hours after the Dolphins game now, and I feel the way I felt hours after the Heat won a championship. I'm not saying the Dolphins just won a championship. I'm saying as a Dolphins fan, the feeling that I got from that game and that comeback and this offense actually being exciting and this team actually having a playmaker these are feelings that I've never felt as a Dolphins right. fan. As a Marlins fan, we won a World Series. As a as a Heat fan, we had the big three. I've gotten to feel those feelings. I literally can't think in my brain of a better feeling as a Dolphins fan, especially in a regular season game. Like, holy crap, this was so epic. I could talk for seven hours about this game without even letting Greg Cody ever go. <laughs> I'm on cloud nine right now. I'm, I'm probably way too excited. The Dolphins have such a tough schedule early on that I was expecting an uh, like a one and three start. They're two and oh, they could lose the next two games and go into the eat from weeks five to 12. They have the easiest schedule in the entire league. So I'm just like, I'm going to the bills game next Sunday as a fan. I'm like, they could get their ass kicked and I'm going to leave that game two and one with an, <laughs> with an easy schedule coming up after one more tough game. I am just, I'm going to let you go now because I'm Thank so you. excited. I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm so emotional. I, I haven't sat down since this game ended right. three hours ago. I am just, whew. it was a generational win for a franchise that's done nothing in more than 20 years since last winning a, a playoff game. Uh, your mother was watching the game uh, on social media with other fans of hers. When that game ended, like fans are, are putting out exploding head emojis, just like, can you believe it? And honestly, I think today, I think Monday in South Florida should be a holiday. Yeah. I'm saying right now, Dolphin fans, you don't have to go to work. You have uh, you have euphoria. You you are suffering from euphoria, and don't it feel great? You're not suffering, but call the boss. Tell them you ain't coming to work. Some people don't listen to you know what? this till Tuesday. Take Tuesday off as well. Wow. Yeah. So the whole week. That's how big the that's how big the game was. Take the whole week off. It felt huge, and it was one of those ones where the like I kind of you know punted like when we were down. I think we were down. 35, 14, 28, seven, like late in the third, early in the fourth, yeah. like down by 21 points. Like I was just trying to like, hope they'd make it close so I could, you know, cash my plus three and a half bet. Yeah. Okay. When they got it within three points, that's all I was rooting for. I was like, all right, even if we just lose by three now, that's a win. At least like, uh, like you showed heart. I was like taking all the moral victories from the comeback. I was like, okay, if they didn't win the game, because the Dolphins have done that in the past. Yeah. Where sure. like, like they make a comeback. And it's just like, okay, we know they're actually going to lose. But, hey, they showed fight. Listen. They they drove down the field. Like, Waddle. Like, we haven't even mentioned Waddle yet. Waddle right. is, is benefiting so much from all the attention that Tyreek is getting. Like, I am. This Dolphins team's good. There, I said it. This, there's no more There's no more beans about it. I don't even know if that's a saying. Beans about it. 
This Dolphins team is good. Okay. I, th- I think it was Stu Gotts and I that said they're going to the Super Bowl. So welcome aboard the bandwagon, everybody. Yeah. All aboard. Welcome aboard. The low boat. The Lobo, that's right, and we'll get to that later because there's some exciting stuff going on with the Lobos today. But the Dolphins just haven't had what we just saw since Dan Marino was throwing the ball to Duper and Clayton wild. in the mid-'80s, and that's sort of what I wrote in my column for the Miami Herald. All of a sudden, and and I think it's going to be duplicated. I think this is something that's uh, it can go on and on. The Dolphins now have two elite receivers who are faster than almost everybody. Oh. It's they're the they're going. They're going. You can't catch us. The Ravens sure couldn't. Uh, Tua underthrew that one ball, and and Tyreek was so open, he had time to catch an underthrown ball and still have nobody. Touch. I it was I almost think it's impossible not to underthrow him. I know, like you know, I'm gonna look back at like Mahomes' films with Tyreek Hill. I bet more than when he runs a go route, more times than not, you're gonna underthrow him because yeah. he's the f- fastest guy in the league. Right, and every cornerback that says a top five list. He's the first one they say because they just know he will blow right by you. Yeah. And that disrespects his hands and his route running because he's actually he's the full package. He really is. Yeah. No, he's he's great. And they have the two best receivers they've had uh, since the 80s. I'm waddling right now. I just want to yeah, do, do the podcast. The I'm like literally it. waddling. I do. I, I like it. I, that's a great little uh, end zone move, by the way. I don't care what anybody says. I love the waddle. Tyreek doesn't really have an end zone move, does he? He does the when he's like like about to get in the end zone, he does the peace sign. Like because he's it? always was he Ringo Star? Because he's you saw Ringo Star and 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 I actually hit the sounder. Greg Cody. Hell on a horse. What are you talking about? It's old. Okay. I mean they, Greg Cody went to see <laughs> Ringo Star. It don't come easy. Does I'll he play all did you just play, is that one of his songs? Yeah, it don't come easy. You know it don't come easy. So is he is he singing yeah. all these songs? Yeah, because he's not a singer. He's a drummer. He does not have a good voice. No, like this. So 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 he sings "Let It Be." No, that's a Beatles song. Wait, Ringo doesn't just play Beatles songs. No, 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 no. Here's the format. Oh my okay. god, I'm I, about to say I'm about to do a take of "Don't Ever Go See Ringo Starr Perform." No, no, I, I I don't mean to get off on a tangent here, but Ringo has a bunch of hits, post Beatles hits on his own. Photograph, it don't come easy. Um, Boogaloo, back off Boogaloo. He has a bunch of big hits, but the No No song, which he didn't play last night. Um, but then his All Star band, it's Ringo Starr and the All Star band, and he has on other artists who, on their own, had big hits. Like like one of the guys in his band right now is Edgar Winter, oh, God, who played Free Ride, bah, bah, Take It Easy, bah, yeah. Bah, bah. You know that song. Oh, my God. Uh, Toto, the, the the guy from Toto. Africa? Yeah, Africa they played. Okay. Yeah, and, and you know who else was uh, in the band, which I found really cool? Uh, Colin Hay from Men at Work. Sing so, it. Uh, who can it be now? You know that song. I don't know that one, but okay. Who can it be knocking at my door? I'm around. Anyways. Anyways, we're on cloud nine here yes, about this are. Dolphins yeah. game. The Canes took a big crap. Big crap. Um, it, honestly, the, I think that the Canes were a few weird turnovers and weird plays that they might like. I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how much I'm holding against the Canes. They kind of just 
had some weird things not go their way. A, a few plays go differently there. That's a closer game. Yeah. I, I still don't think the Canes, the Canes just need receivers. Like, oh, like man. they were Tyler Van Dyke did not have a lot of help. No. So I don't like, I, who knows Texas A&M, they lost to Appalachian state college is weird. Yeah. The Canes still could have a good year. They, everything they want to accomplish is still in front of them. It's not a conference loss. So right. I'm not taking too much. It's disappointing. Like they didn't play well, clearly, but I don't know how much I'm taking from that. I still feel similarly to about the Canes that I did before that game. Yeah, they, they have an easy schedule. They won't have another ranked opponent until um, Clemson in their second to last regular season game. So, but you're right about the receiver situation. Last year, Tyler Van Dyke had a great year out of nowhere. Why? Charleston Rambo, Mike Harley, two really good receivers. This year, his best receiver, Xavier, Xavier Restrepo, uh, is injured. So, but he did not have strep throat. That's true. Unlike me, which it sounds well, like. Well, no, right I'm now. saying because his last name is Restrepo. You're damn right it is. How about that? But anyways, let's get to let's get to Hard Knocks. We we could talk about. We're gonna just oh all of Hard Knocks. Me and my dad are still just gonna be talking about this Dolphins game because it's the most exciting thing to happen to South Florida sports since the Heat won the finals. There, I said it. Wow. Sorry, Panthers. As much as I thought, see, like I've been a big Panthers fan the last year. Yeah, or so, I know you have. Nothing the Panthers did. All the regular season games I went to, them winning a playoff series, nothing felt as good no. as this Dolphins win today. So it's like it's one of those slaps in the face of, hey, I know the Dolphins have beaten you down, but this is the sport you care. Like this yeah. is I found out this Sunday that I am still I am dying. I, I it had gotten beaten out of me by years and years of just mediocrity, but I am like longing the Dolphins to be that team that can make yes. a playoff run and yeah. like be actually good. Like Holy shit, is this going to be exciting? I think one thing we're awakening to with the Dolphins, with Mario Cristobal coming to Miami, the, the UM, is that this fundamentally is a football town. And it always has been. Now, the, the Heat, don't get me wrong, the Heat borrowed the town during the Big Three era and maybe beyond. But this is fundamentally a football town. When the Dolphins or the Heat, or, or rather the, the Hurricanes, Dolphins or Hurricanes, when they're good and exciting the populace, this is absolutely still a football time. It's also a Lobos town. Oh, so it's you a know. Lobos nation. Yeah. So really big week for the Lobos. Don't want to spoil anything. So let's get to this week's right, episode see. of Hard Knocks with yeah. Greg's Lobos. Okay. Bilbo, I appreciate you coming with me today to the dentist. Um, I'm starting to feel the anesthesia kick in, so if I get a little slower, you'll pardon me. But how long have you been with me now? How many years? 12 or 13, Coach. Yeah, you've been my, um, basically, I mean, you've, you've gone up through the ranks, but you work you work your way up to uh, bi-week coordinator. You know, so you got a very, very important job in there. Love my job, Coke. Yeah, you should, in, in the Lobos organization. I got to tell you, we introduced a song. You know, we got our ass kicked in the season opener. I don't have to tell you. Very embarrassing. We commissioned a song, uh, sort of a Lobos national anthem, if you will. And we played it. To, oh, my geez. All right. Oh, okay, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Okay, um, we played the national anthem to, it's called Low, Low, Low Your Boat. We played it for the team. 
And I have to admit, there was some pushback, right? Lamar, L. Jack, he called it corny. Well, listen, guess what? We then played the, 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 the song for the whole club. And guess what happened? Oh, oh my God. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, we had our best week ever. In week two, the Lobos leveled at one and one. And you know what happened? Lamar Jackson scored 43 points. Tua, we had two quarterbacks, Tua Tagovailoa, 40 points. Gotta love that two quarterback lead, coach. I mean, we were rolling like a big wheel, like we never have. It was our biggest win ever. And the, the reaction we got from the team at the end of this song, it made my skin crawl with joy. It really did. Skin was crawling with joy. Joy was crawling across my skin. And when you hear this, I hope your skin is crawling as well. Low, low, low your boat gently down the stream. Fiercely, fiercely, but merrily too. Paddling toward a dream. Paddling toward a dream. Greg's Lobos won PFPI Fantasy's crown. With joy our fans did scream. Merrily, 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 we wrote to repeat the dream. We wrote to repeat the dream. Man-eating sharks and gators so big will not make the low boat swerve. We paddle full speed through calamity great, flexing steels of nerve. Flexing steels of nerve. The roiling sea lightning or thunderclap clouds can make the low boat swoon. We row as one with purposeful, howling to the Lobo moon, howling to the Lobo moon. Hey, that was a great song. That was fun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry the list is kicking in a little bit. I'm very, very now. I hope that the Dennis, I can't. I can't understand you, Coach. I hope that Dennis is done kneeling when he was I think your face is numb, Coach. I do. I can't even. I can't even feel my face right now. I'm gonna go wait outside. All right, Coach. All right. We'll see. You. We'll see you a little bit. Go, roll, 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 roll your boat. Roll, roll, roll your boat. Oh, Greg Cody. That's that's the rolls. We got the roll. Sounds like you almost did a back in my day outro there. <laughs> Wow. Tua and Lamar Jackson oh in a two-quarterback league. I'm pretty sure those are the two best quarterbacks on Sunday. So that is <laughs> impressive for the Lobos, to say the least. I, I doubt wow. you'll I doubt you'll recreate that output again yeah. this season, but it was a good bounce back for the Lobos for sure. Greg Cody Show listeners, please listen to me right now. If you're a supporter of us, if you're a supporter of Greg's Lobos, we have new, I think they're the coolest shirts we've put out so far. We're trying to up our game in terms of uh, shirt designs, and I think we've got our best one so far. I like the one that's got like the purple, looks like it's like a misty sky. Mm. It's got like Kid Cudi vibes, Maybe. this color. This Greg, Maybe. the Greg Cody Show, it comes in multiple colors, but the one uh, gray one with the color inside the logo is the one I like the most. We have free shipping, I believe now through Thursday. Don't don't test me on that. So go do yeah. it right now if you're listening Monday or Tuesday. Um, free shipping, Greg's Lobo stuff. We also have the, our classic Greg Cody Show shirts, the uh, Nelly's Diner, 
Uh, you never know. My dad's face. You could just yeah. wear my dad's face. A, a few people in our group hangout earlier this week had the Greg Cody yeah. show shirt. And it looks really cool in person. And yeah, it's it a does. great conversation starter. One of the guys is engaged and he met his wife through a conversation that started because he was wearing a Greg Cody show logo. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I made that up. And it it, it would have been a good story. It should have been true. Yeah. But anyways, go check that out. Greg's Lobos is on a roll. So support them, support the movement, support our show, all the money we're getting for that. It's not like we're making millions off that. That is we're, we're putting it back towards, you know, keeping Yeti around to make him sure my dad isn't hemorrhaging money because of this podcast, <laughs> because he pays two producers and the Herald really just is only paying him. Anyway, hey, okay. I've said too much. Yeah, you really have. <laughs> Go to shop.thegregcodyshow.com for all our stuff. Greg Cody, you're, uh, you know, your little wheezy F baby today that's a that's a little wayne nickname okay you were were a little wheezy today okay but hopefully next week you have your medicine and uh yeah that kind of thing we hope so all right hey that kind of thing right on